As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. So, Mike, you probably remember at the end of the last episode, we talked about a founder who went to jail at 15 for eight years and still today struggles with the aftermath of his incarceration. Yeah, I do remember that. I'm really intrigued by this story. It's as much about Marcus Bullock as it is about the criminal justice system and the devastation it leaves on people and families who find themselves entangled in it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I had a couple close friends who at a young age ended up in prison and still, you know, bad decisions. But it significantly altered the trajectory of their lives in more ways than just the time that they served. I remember one of my friends, after he got out, he was working at Taco Bell, and he was really trying to get on the right track. And after a couple years there, he wanted to move up into a shift manager. But the company had a policy, and they didn't promote felons into management, and he actually had two. Jeez. Well, what 
what ended up happening. He eventually found a position at an independent restaurant, and he runs the kitchen there for years. But you know, his options to to move to another job are still extremely limited. Even 20 years later, those felonies they still follow him wherever he goes, which is much like Marcus's story today. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am eager to dive into Marcus's story and, and learn more. All right. Well, let's do it. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. So when Marcus Bullock was 15, he made one of the worst decisions of his life. Yeah, and I mean, hey, we've all made bad decisions. I know I have my share. Yeah, yeah. So Marcus's decision landed him eight years in adult prison. Here's Marcus from his 2019 TED Talk. A friend of mine and I... We approached a man sleeping in his car, pulled out a gun, demanded the keys to his car, and sped off. That decision landed me in front of a judge with my mom and my sister standing just a few feet behind me as they listened to me get sentenced to eight years in adult maximum security prisons. I mean, the Stanford rapist Brock Turner did he spend like three months in prison and mm-hmm. it was undeniably guilty. Yeah, but the judge went easy on him because of the effects prison would have on his life. Yeah, and it just so happened that he was white, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. 21-year-old Brock Turner left Santa Clara County's main jail after serving just three months of his six-month sentence for a variety of charges, including assault with intent to commit rape. The all-American swimmer was convicted of assaulting a woman who was unconscious and intoxicated outside a fraternity house at Stanford University last year. Prosecutors had asked that Turner be given six years in state prison, and under normal sentencing guidelines, he likely would have received at least two years. But a judge sentenced him to only six months in county jail. Now, Marcus's crimes were serious and and deserve some sort of punitive correction, right? But it's clear that the law is enforced differently depending on the color of your skin. Yeah, there was actually a study in 2001 that stated black youth were four times as likely as whites to be incarcerated. Uh, Of the 48,043 youth held in juvenile facilities, 44% were African-American. That same study stated that black children are more than twice as likely as white kids to be arrested, but not necessarily because black kids are committing more crimes, but because officers presume they're guilty and see them as more dangerous. Yeah, it's just wrong. Only 14% of the population is black, so there's obviously a huge issue here. But back to Marcus. He spent a total of eight years in prison, and the first two years he describes as the absolute hardest. This was one of the hardest times of my life. In fact, for the first two years, I battled depression by living in denial about my prison sentence. I would commonly say things to my mom like, I mean, mom, I know you don't think that this judge is really going to keep us here through Christmas and then Valentine's Day and then the last day of school and then the first day of school and on and on. I promised my mom that one day, Someone would see that I was drowning in those cells. Someone would tell us that we could breathe again because they just wanted to teach me a hard lesson. But one day, as I'm walking around the prison rec yard with my friend Danny B, I asked him, how long have you been here? And he told me that he had already served 31 years. My palms immediately got sweaty, heart dropped down to my toes, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. 
because that's the moment when I realized I would have to serve all eight of my years. That's really tough to take in. But there was one thing that got him through, and this is really important. What's that? The pictures his mom sent. In fact, other inmates were actually living vicariously through them as well. I even tried to push my mom away because I didn't want her to be subject to the collect calls, the eight-hour drives for the one-hour visits, those horrible body cavity searches that she would experience coming into the prison visiting room. But... As many of you parents here to know, know tonight that you can't stop a mother's love. <laughs> so what did my mom do? She made a promise while sitting in a prison visiting room. She promised that she would write me a letter or send me a picture every day from that day forward until I came home. I had six years left to do in a sentence, our lives were completely crumbling around us. And here comes this happy-go-lucky lady prancing into a prison visiting room like I'm in summer camp with a new plan to send me a bunch of pictures. <laughs> Such an interesting time. Little did I know, it would be my mom's letters that saved my life. My mom would take pictures of a cheeseburger or a mattress at a department store. <laughs> and she would send them to me along with a letter with a promise that one day I would enjoy a fat, juicy burger or sleep on a comfortable bed. My mom assured me that there was life after prison. In fact, my best friends began living vicariously through my mom's letters and photos giving an entire prison unit a glimpse into what was happening in the world. What happens after Marcus is released? We'll learn that after a quick word from our sponsors. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices. Construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country, or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. Before the break, we learned that Marcus's mother's pictures of seemingly mundane everyday life helped him to survive prison. But once he got out, there was a whole new set of hurdles for him. Yet he now missed his late teens and part of his early 20s. He didn't go to college and instead sat inside of a prison cell. Getting a job was going to be a near impossible feat. After eight years of nightmares of prison never ending, being dehumanized, strip searched, watching people get wheeled down the prison walkway in body bags. I was finally released. And I bet you can't guess who was there to pick me up that cold morning in February. Okay, you guessed it. My sister and my mom. The years that we prayed for were finally in front of us. And the pain of living behind bars was behind us. And so we thought. Like me, most people in prison are coming home one day. And unlike me, 
many don't have the consistent support during and after incarceration that I had. The struggle is real. And even I struggled to find a job when I came home. Each application that I filled out from grocery stores to mortgage companies to fashion retail, they all included the same question. Glowing, pulsating, waiting for me to add my check. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Now, to be honest, I knew that this moment was coming and I knew I would have to face this issue. So I leveraged the mental toughness that I built while going through prison. But after being declined for over 40 jobs, even I began to feel deflated. I thought that, that I would get my life back and that all of those things were behind me and things would start looking up. But that decision that I made when I was a 15-year-old kid continued to haunt me, even up until that moment. So he actually found a loophole, which was his ticket in. And that was? So I'll let Marcus tell it. One day, I ran across an application that asked the question, but this time it was worded a little differently. This time the question asks, have you been convicted of a felony within the last seven years? Now, after doing an eight-year prison sentence, <laughs> I could honestly say that my conviction was over seven years ago. I was able to answer that question with an honest no, and finally, I landed my first job. So he started working at the paint shop and while there, discovered an opportunity for himself. This must have been the launch of his first venture where he built a company, first connecting painters to customers and then later all contractors. Yeah, exactly. So here's Marcus. Customers would come into the store and they would ask me, hey Marcus, how much do you charge to paint my kitchen? I'm like, well, Ms. Johnson, we don't paint kitchens. We sell you the paint so that you can paint your own kitchen. A light bulb went off, and I launched a painting company that became the conduit between the customers in the paint store and the painters who needed consistent work. After a year or so, I left that paint store. We grew our contracting company, and since then, I have hired tons of other returning citizens. But this isn't Flickshop. Right. So our story doesn't end here. The birth of Flickshop after a quick word from our sponsors. So here's Marcus. He's running his own company, connecting contractors and homeowners, and he's able to hire felons after they leave prison. But there's another aspect of his life. His friends who he keeps in touch with from prison, those that are still incarcerated, they keep bugging him for more pictures of his current life. My friends, the same ones I grew up with in O'Sales, they would call me and constantly ask for pictures of this new life I was living. If I traveled, they wanted pictures. When I got married, they wanted pictures. But I didn't have the time or the bandwidth to sit and write a letter or print pictures for my phone. I will commonly tell them, dude, if I could just text you, my life would be so much easier. So after looking for a simple and lightweight way to send them pictures, he decided to build it himself. Did you know that the prison phone business 
created a billion-dollar industry. Some of these businesses are predatory. And so we knew we had to figure out how to disrupt this space. FlickShop allows our family members to take a picture, add some quick text, press send, and for 99 cents, we print that picture and text on a real tangible postcard and mail it directly to any person in any sale anywhere in the country. There are millions of families that are becoming torn apart simply because they don't have the time to write a letter, figure out how to print a photo from their phone, make a store run to go buy a box of envelopes, and then to the post office to go buy stamps. We started by connecting 50 families, and then 100 families, and then 500 families. And now today, I am proud to say we've connected over 140,000 families around the country. It's a really interesting service, something I may have used when my friends were locked up, if it was around then. And I'm really glad he found a way to bring some joy to those inmates. Yeah, it does speak to the bigger work that we need to do around criminal justice reform. I remember very vividly living in a six-foot by nine-foot cell with a man that was 22 years old and there to serve life plus 43 years. And thinking in my head while I'm sitting in that bunk that together we probably would die in those cells. Well, I know that our era of mass incarceration and the things that we see on the news dealing with people going to prison is a huge societal issue that we all have to band together to help solve. But I am confident that if we're very intentional about building family connections in environments where they're needed the most, then this is a big step in the right direction. So I know we just pulled this from his tech talk, but I'm sitting down with Marcus in the next couple of weeks, so we might actually have an update coming up soon. That'd be awesome. Definitely. So uh, let's look ahead a little bit. What do we got cooking next week? I think you have an episode ready, right? Oh, yeah, I, I do. That's right. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me. And it's on. I am actually not going to tell you. This is going to be a good one. It's, and I'm going to say it's a throwback. That's the only hint I'm going to give. But the rest, <laughs> I want to want it to be a surprise. Come on, a little bit more. You can give us a little bit more of a hint. Well, I can guarantee that almost everybody listening has had one of these products. Or at the very least, maybe somebody in their household does. Okay, well played. So we'll be back next week with another product journey right here on Season 9 of Rocketship.fm. Thanks so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM now has a premium ad-free feed. All you have to do is go to glow.fm forward slash Rocketship and subscribe. It helps support the show and it gives you an ad-free experience. You actually get an exclusive feed that you can listen to on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, and Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective, which is a community for software product people. Product Collective is also the home of industry, the product conference, industry virtual workshops, and one of the largest Slack groups for product people anywhere. And we're also on the Podglomerate Network, so a huge thanks to Podglomerate. You can listen to all the Podglomerate shows at thepodglomerate.com. We'll see you here next week on rocketship.fm.